Welcome to the Dispensary Nashville Cares Harm Reduction Bi-Weekly Podcast. The Dispensary will address cutting-edge approaches to substance abuse problems, information on syringe exchange programs, HIV, HCV education, and harm reduction methods to prevent overdoses and save lives. Harm reduction experts and peer guests will educate the public about drugs while dispelling popular myths, misinformation, and stigma. Before we jump in, a note on the Dispensary content. This podcast is created to educate and discuss harm reduction as it pertains to drug use. Some episodes may address drug use, depression, mental illness, sexually transmitted infections, sexual content, and death. These topics may be triggering to listeners with similar experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Now, here are your hosts of The Dispensary, Lisa Binkley and Tina Ross. Thank you for joining the dispensary. My name is Lisa Binkley. And my name is Tina Ross. And we are your host of the dispensary. Yay. Yes. We are very excited to launch the first ever Nashville Cares podcast. First ever podcast. Yes. First ever. No other podcast. Nope. Yay. Yay. We love podcasts. Yes. We love being first. Yes. Um, but more importantly, we are eager to provide life-saving information and content regarding harm reduction. Huh. So, our listeners at home may be saying to themselves, Yourself, what is harm reduction and why does there need to be a podcast dedicated just to that topic? So, basically what harm reduction is, is a set of practical strategies and ideas aimed at reducing negative consequences such as overdose deaths and infectious disease transmission. And CARES hopes that by providing harm reduction services, we can meet people where they are and on their own terms. And we've been pretty much doing this for 37 years with our clients in the community at large. That's right. 37 years, Nashville CARES has been on the forefront of fighting the HIV epidemic, and now we're going to be on the forefront of doing something about our opioid problem here and our addiction issues and getting people the help they need. So guess what, Tina? What? To kick off our harm reduction services, CARES is currently in the process of establishing, you ready for it? Give it to me. It's 633 Thompson Lane location as a syringe exchange service spot. Yes. Yes, we're very excited about that. National Cares was pivotal in getting the uh, syringe exchange laws changed in Tennessee. So it's it's just a natural progression for us to get involved and get in there and start doing this and getting some help to folks. Guess what else? What else? We have purchased a new state-of-the-art mobile medical unit to provide curbside community health care to people who are uh, how who have housing issues uh, for those struggling with addiction and communities that are more disproportionately affected by social and health inequities. What? Yeah. And we come into a corner near you. Yes. And we've also launched this podcast and we hope to use this podcast to educate our community on the growing and deadly impact drug use is having in our state during the first quarter of 2022 so what's that january 
February and March, first yeah. quarter, first 2022. Quarter. Okay. Um, there were 173 suspected drug overdose deaths. Where did that happen? Here? That occurred in the Davidson County area. Wow. And that pretty much roughly represents 2% increase compared to that of 2021. So there's a problem. There is a problem. What do you think it's about? What, what COVID, you, COVID really, really done a number on people. Yeah, because they had too much time on their hands mm -hmm. and isolation, isolation is terrible. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is causing all these overdose deaths? What's the drug? I mean, which what is fentanyl? Fentanyl. So let's talk about fentanyl. Um, did you know that 79% of the overdose-related toxicology reports in 2022 have detected fentanyl, an opioid pain reliever? So that's what fentanyl is. If you don't know, it's a synthetic opioid pain reliever, and that was the main driver in the increased number of drug overdose deaths. Yeah. 79%. That's almost 80%. That, that's 80%, right? Right. Like, out of 100? That's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. And it only takes a little bit. Right. I mean, that's insane. Um, also, in the four, first quarter of 2022, there were 527 suspected drug overdose-related ED visits. Now, we do HIV testing in the hospitals. We do HIV testing at St. Thomas Midtown. Vanderbilt and Metro General, General, and I've been there when they've brought someone in who was overdosing, and it is scary. And it's, it's, you know, there's, thank God, there's medication out there that can help people reverse that. But it, you know, sometimes people don't get that soon enough. So it's that's what that's why harm reduction is so important. Mm -hmm. But you know, out of those 527, seven out of ten of those people were men. Hmm, I wonder what that is. I don't know. And 33% were individuals 25 to 34. 25 to 34. I mean, sense. that's your that's your young, mm -hmm. your young mamas, your young daddies, your young um, professionals, your, you know, those are really young people who really haven't had a chance to live their life yet. Yeah. Um, God, it's, it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. And it's scary. And that's why the work that we're doing is so important because we're, trying to save lives we're trying yeah. to to bring information to the forefront and hopefully it will help you yeah i mean we're going to do big stuff with this podcast um we're excited this is our first episode so there may be some flaws but give us grace people by the end of this we're going to be professionals we'll have our own tv show just hold tight but right now it's our first episode so give us a little grace but so what else, Tina? So according to the Metro Department of Public Health. So that's the health department. That's Lance. Okay. Um, an average of 10 people have overdosed per week in the past two months in Davidson County. 10 people a week mm -hmm. in two months. That's that we've got. In the last two months? Mm -hmm. So June and July. And something's got to be done. Wow. That's big. I mean, that's a lot. That's scary. You're right. Something does have to be done. So we're going to take a small break and we'll be back to you really shortly. Today's episode of the Dispensary Podcast is brought to you by Nashville Cares. Founded in 1985, Nashville Cares is the premier HIV AIDS service organization in Tennessee. 
Annually, Nashville Cares serves more than 60,000 people statewide and provides comprehensive services to clients throughout 17 counties in Middle Tennessee. Nashville Cares offers targeted education, free and confidential HIV and hepatitis C testing, and a broad range of comprehensive services to individuals who are at risk for or living with HIV. If you would like details on syringe exchange programs in your area, information about harm reduction, or where you can obtain Narcan, contact Nashville Cares 24-hour hotline at 615-761-4474. Condoms, lube, sex, oh my! Want condoms? Need condoms? We got you! Nashville Cares Johnny on the Spot Prime is the only 24-hour free condom delivery service in the Nashville area. All brands, all styles, you pick! Contact the Nashville Cares 24-hour hotline at 615-761-4474 to order condoms and lube. We're back. Um, we're talking about harm reduction. We're talking about uh, the, the problem with um, uh, drug use in Davidson County and the surrounding counties. And... Um, you know, we talked a little bit about what harm reduction was earlier and um, talked about some of the exciting things that are coming up. Um, but, you know, providing harm reduction services, that's not without controversy. Right. Yes, absolutely. Uh, especially here in, in the, the South. South. Yeah, especially here in the South. We're the Bible Belt. Yeah, we are. And many people, politicians and law enforcement, they see harm reduction as a way of promoting uh, drug use by supplying necessary supplies to facilitate that behavior. Yeah. So let's, let's think back. Remember, just say no. Absolutely. So how's that working out for us? And did not work. Right. And it didn't work. It did not work. Um, same strategy, trying to convince people and force people into rehab when they weren't ready. Uh, it's never going to work. It doesn't work. I know too many people that, when they were forced, they failed every time. Yeah. Rehab, you have to be at a place where you're ready for rehab and you're, you know, you're, I don't want to use the cliche term rock bottom, but I mean, I don't know what else to use. Rock bottom, when there's no other options for you and you're tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired, but they have to get there. You can't, you can't make people yeah. get there. It's an individual choice that has to be made. And when that individual is ready, they will seek out the services one way or the other. And that's when they become successful. That's when people are the most successful is when they take the initiative and it's their idea and it's their desire and want. Yeah, you're right. And, and I've had lived experience with that. I've had a family member who had uh, issues that we, you know, I had to lock them in a room and try to make things better that way. That doesn't work. Uh, I had a very close personal friend um, that I don't know how many times I drove them to a rehab center only to have them following me back out of the driveway because they weren't ready and may never be ready, uh, frankly. But that's why this podcast is important. That's why harm reduction is important. That's why it's important for an agency like National Cares who uh, goes big or goes home. Like we do everything, um, you know, we get in there or, or, you know, we're not getting rich over here. 
everybody's here because they have a vested interest, whether they have someone who's HIV positive in their life or they've had addiction issues or maybe had hepatitis or, you know, or they want to be social workers. I mean, we're all here because we're vested into our mission and because we want to make a difference in our community. And, you know, that's the good thing about Nashville Cares, because when we do it, we do it big and we come full force. And that's how we're going to approach this harm reduction. Um, With empathy and compassion and kindness. And it's important to to erase the stigma around harm reduction. She knows how to put that stigma. It's awful. Stigma is terrible. You can't see. Eventually, we will get to video. But behind me, I have a little sign that says harm reduction. Treating people with dignity and kindness. And, you know, there's a lot of stigma just around rehab, yeah. right? Because people who aren't successful the first or second or third time, you know, there's a lot of stigma with that. They don't want to tell their family members that and they it might, didn't stick. They might feel shame. Yeah. And they might, you know, end up being not so kind to themselves. Yeah. And, and that's that's where we're at right now. That's why... Uh, We started this podcast. We want to do our part to erase stigma associated with harm reduction, to erase stigma around drug use, and provide our listeners with the information and education on this type of of approach that promotes health. You know, law enforcement, you know, where, where they have their reservations about harm reduction, the bigger picture is we're getting needles off the street. We're, we're giving people clean needles. So we that reduces our infection rate, our HIV infection rate, our hepatitis C infection rate. Uh, so we're going to partner with law enforcement agencies. Uh, we're, we're really excited about the things that uh, we hope to do with this whole thing. And this podcast is just a small part of it. But if we learned anything from COVID, mm-hmm. we learned that we're an adaptable community, yes. you know, uh, we only way we had to communicate for two, two and a half years was, virtual. you know, virtual Zoom, video calls, FaceTime. Uh, Nashville Cares had to pivot, right? Because uh, we do a lot of face-to-face services. All our HIV testing is face-to-face. It's kind of hard to test someone if you're not sitting in front of them, right? So we really had to pivot and think about it and come up with unique ways to still provide those services, keep everyone safe, keep ourselves safe. And we did that. We did that. We were super creative and, you know, it, it works. And that's what I'm talking about with the COVID. We learned that by using our technology, that we made the best out of a terrible situation. And we were able to get information to people. And podcasts were one of the things that blew up, right? During right. COVID, everybody had a podcast. Well, guess who everybody is now? It's us. <laughs> we're in the game of podcasts. Very first ever. First ever. So, you know, th- this isn't going to be an hour-long podcast. So I hope you didn't pop popcorn or anything. You know, this was just an introductory. But tell us what the season looks like. Season one, just season one's dropping. Yes. Episode by episode. You're not going to be able to binge this. Now you got to get in it with us. You got to get on this train with us and ride it to the end. But tell us, Tina. Yes. So we have many guests lined up and they are going to share their experiences, whether it be with substance use, whether they are educators in the community, or they're just advocates 
of harm reduction in general. And there's a lot of people like that who just generally want to help people, you know, navigate harm reduction. So to keep people alive. Yeah. And a lot of people that had addiction issues go on to be peer educators or, um, uh, you know, addiction counselors or sponsors. sponsors. They work in rehab centers. And what better person to help someone else get to that next space than someone that's a lived experience, right? I've never had addiction issues. So it's not a lived experience for me, but I've worked in jobs that put me in situations where I work with people who have addiction issues. And, you know, until you sit across someone who is tired and sick and seems hopeless and is just looking for an end to, to all of it, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. A full-time job. Right. And so until you sat across from someone, don't judge them. Right. Because it could be you, it could be me, you know, opioid, we talked about it, we touched on it for just a second, but opioids, you know, those are your pain pills, right? Your hydrocodones, your narcos, your oxys, those are your pain pills. And, you know, people get into situations where they become sick and or they have to have surgery and they get prescribed this. And you know how, I mean, addiction starts very quickly, seven days. Seven days wow. an addiction can start. So, you know, before we knew how addictive these things were, you know, doctors were writing prescriptions. And and, and, and a lot of the amounts was astronomical. because yeah, they didn't know. And, and we're not going to get into a lot of political and pharmaceutical stuff. But the long and short of it is, is it happens very quickly and it can sneak up on people. And it, but for the grace of God, it could be one of us. Right. And so... That's why all of this is so, so important. We're so fortunate to work here at Nashville Cares where they are thinking outside the box, right? We're, we're exploring more things that we can provide to our community. We're coming a, becoming a larger scale uh, campus. You know, we offer hepatitis C testing now. And, you know, we do home delivery for condoms and home delivery for home tests. So there's so much new stuff happening. And getting the mobile medical unit and starting syringe exchange program is a whole part of our community that we haven't really tapped into that I feel like with our background, with our history, and with our drive, we can make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just want to touch back on what you were saying about the prescription opioids. Um, so now, since the laws have gotten a little strict for doctors writing those prescriptions, What's happening is they're not easily accessible. And when they're not easily accessible, what's the person going to do? They're going to seek it out on the street. And unfortunately, people are using pill presses and they're lacing these pills with fentanyl. And that's the reason that we're having so many overdose deaths is because the person had no idea. Yeah, that fentanyl was in this particular pill. Yeah. Like you might go get a Xanax, you might buy some Xanaxes on the street. And next thing you know, you're overdosing because someone has used a pill press and they've added fentanyl into that medicate or that pill and you take it. 
and you know it, it's it's very deadly it's very you know it's very important that that we're doing this and that's another reason why we're doing it is because you know that's happening and we want and eventually what we're going to do is we're going to have a show surrounding legit or counterfeit and that's going to be a show dedicated to you know what to look for when when you have when you get pills off the street um what are what are some key things to look for you know just things like that so i'm very excited on what we have coming down the pipe yeah and you know you, you said that about the pill press i recently I, I don't remember what i was watching on tv it might have been intervention because i watch intervention quite a bit but um there was an episode where a the girl that was like the main character of this show uh, was talking about her partner or boyfriend, I think it was, had been in the military. He suffered with PTSD and there was a lot of stigma around mental health. You know, people don't want to, anybody to know they're going to see a psychiatrist right. or a psychologist or they're getting therapy. And so he was struggling with his PTSD and instead of going to a therapist mm -hmm. or going to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, because he didn't want to be viewed or shame or yeah, it, mental health, mental health drives a lot of addiction yeah. issues. But he tried to get Xanax from someone other than a doctor. And unfortunately, it was laced with fentanyl and he died. And the problem with that is, is younger people are trying this stuff. They're. People are using mobile apps to to set up buys and deliveries. Um, so it's just so accessible right now. And, and the problem is, and, and one of the other things we're going to do with our episodes is we're going to talk about, we're going to teach you how to do CPR. You know, we have a very um, important, very important. We have a good Samaritan law in Tennessee. If you're trying to help someone, you're protected. I'm a trainer with a uh, American Red Cross for first aid and CPR. Tina went through my class. Um, another employee went through our, my class not too long ago and told me he saved somebody the other night that was having a um, diabetic, diabetic coma, went into a diabetic coma, and he remembered his training. Not so, a coma. He had low blood sugar. Low blood sugar. Coma. <laughs> Get up. Drink your juice, juice Shelby. Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he used what he learned, and it's been years since he went through that training. Right. And so that stuff sticks with you. So we're going to teach people how to do CPR. You never know when that may come up, right? We're going to teach people um, how to use Narcan. We're going to have someone come in and, and teach folks how to use Narcan. How much do you give? When is enough to enough? You know, that's important things. How to clean syringes. Right. You know, our hepatitis right here in Davidson County is really high. It's astronomical. Yeah, well, we do a lot of testing and treatment facilities, and you would be amazed. Well, I don't know if you would or not, but... Well, just recently, we went to a program where we provided HIV testing and hep C testing, and out of 26 people, 10 people were hep C positive. That's half. And they almost. didn't know it. They had no idea. Yeah. We have found when we do hep C testing, a lot of people... Think, think they, they may know. have it, but they've never been tested for it. I look, everyone should get a hepatitis C test. Everyone should be tested for HIV in your lifetime. Period. Dot. End of sentence. You should be tested. Right. Um, but you know, knowing how to clean needles, uh, it's not only hepatitis and HIV. It's staph infections yeah. and MRSA and 
um, endocarditis, things that people get because they're, they just don't know how to properly do that stuff. And they're using the dirty needles. Yeah. And the bacteria is there. And, you know, some people aren't fortunate. They don't make it because that particular bacteria goes to the heart and it can kill you. It's very deadly. So, yeah. so you know, a lot of these things we're going to cover um, and it's important stuff. Um, but save it all for the other episodes. I don't want to do it all in one day. Absolutely. So if you're hearing this message, you listen to the entire episode. Give you a hand. Way to stick with us. Okay. Thank you. We want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Um, we hope you enjoyed this new episode and we hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening to the dispensary with your hosts, Lisa Binkley and Tina Ross. This podcast has been brought to you by Nashville Cares Dart Program. Be sure to visit the dispensary website at thedispensary.buzzsprout.com for other episodes. If you would like information about Nashville Cares or HIV, please visit nashvillecares.org.